You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Top Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. Your co-host, Danny. Fans, we are back. We are back. I'm full show for you today. First, we'll go into a little bit about college football, in particular, HBCU football, FIBA basketball, and the NFL is back. But first, Danny, right into a uh, little college football here, uh, in particular, my fam, you Rattlers, beat Jackson State at the Orange Blossom Classic uh, down in Miami. A uh, long time coming. Uh, we got a little get back here uh, and where my family Rattlers uh, won 28 to 10. Uh, it was a blowout from the very, very beginning, Danny. 21 points in the first quarter um, by the Rattlers. Uh, Jeremy Musa, the quarterback of uh, FAMU, uh, threw for 150 yards, two touchdowns. There were quite a few passes that he uh, missed. Uh, from uh, on some wide open receivers that would have gone for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, this score is not indicative to what should and could have happened here, Danny. A victory uh, is on our side here, and we have a win. We have a W in the column. And so, Danny, what say you about this game? And Jay, right off the rip, when uh, the kickoff return. For the touchdown, momentum swung straight into FAMU's court. Mm-hmm. And they ran the ball really well in this game as well. They had over 200 yards rushing. They were so, like, pumped up for this game. Because they haven't won. It's, I think it's the first time you guys have won in, what, five years? Yeah, I think Jackson good. State had a four-game winning streak coming into this game. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, Jackson State's a different team. But a win is a win. So mm-hmm. it was a great way to start the season off for FAMU. And Jackson State has to go back to the drawing board. And I would say, too, man, the defense uh, from FAMU looked really strong. The goal is the celebration bowl. So we'll see what happens here, Danny. Um, there's a, things to clean up. Special teams, uh, yes, it was good from a kickoff standpoint. But two black field goals uh, and uh, some things that need to be worked out and cleaned up on – on that side of the ball. We now play USF, uh, South Florida, and Tampa next week. We'll see what happens there. Jackson State stays on the road uh, where they go to Southern University, which should, that's going to be a good game. Uh, I think Jackson State wants a little get back there. But nonetheless, man, my Rattlers start 1-0. Um, that's all I got to say. And this blue shirt is not indicative of, of who I represent. Huge story. Uh, in college football, and that is uh, Coach Prime uh, winning his first game uh, at this level. Uh, His Colorado Buffaloes win 45-42 against TCU, which uh, TCU, keep in mind, played in the national championship game last year. Uh, Not only that, but they were ranked 17 going into this game. And oh, by the way, 
they were 20 point favorites uh, in this game. And so Deion Sanders does it again, man. It goes prime. Shadir Sanders throws for a school record 510 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, you had the likes of uh, Travis Hunter having 11 catches for 119 yards. Dylan Edwards, five catches, 135 yards for three touchdowns. Man, this team was just working on all cylinders. Uh, so we'll see what happens, man. But now Colorado Buffaloes are ranked in the top 25 just off of this game alone. And you guys behind and watches. The interception by Travis Hunter at the goal or near the goal line was phenomenal. You got people from all over who weren't even interested in football, watching football, watching the Colorado Buffaloes. I was texting you, Danny. I was like, man, I can't remember the last time I watched the Colorado Buffalo game um, in Daw. So they're going to get some eyeballs and all. So what say you about Coach Prime and his win? Yeah, I give him congratulations to my boy, Coach Prime. If you did watch this game and how fast both teams were playing, it was amazing, man. I'm like, and it was almost 90 degrees at uh, TCU Stadium. <clears throat> it was up and down, back and forth. It was an exciting game. It went right down to the end where Colorado stopped TCU. And Shadur Stan- Sanders had a great game. And there were a couple throws. He could have easily had 600 yards. He had uh, a couple throws that he just missed on his receivers. And it's a great start for Colorado. And this game was so impactful that Colorado plays Nebraska next week. And Nebraska was a touchdown favorite. Now Colorado is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. It's a 10-point swing on the spread. And, and it was funny because if you watched the beginning of the game, they're talking about TCU's coach and how he was tired of hearing about Coach Prime and tired about this, tired about that. And it's one of those things where Deion Sanders is going to have that impact. And if his mm-hmm. players can bring this every week, hey, man, they're going to be tough to deal with just because of the speed they play at. And a lot of these – and they, they got to get cohesive. This mm-hmm. is – a lot. all these players are pretty much new – Besides some of the players, you know, that came from Jackson State and everything, but he's coming with a whole brand new squad. So there, I think, honestly, there's going to be some up and ups and downs because, like I said, as this team's trying to find itself, and uh, they're going to run into some teams that are going to be tough. Mm-hmm. But for them to start the season off like this, and Dion, you know him, man. He's a marketer. He's an advertiser. He's going to be bringing eyeballs, so I'm, you know I'm tuning in next week to check them out against Nebraska, and that's something yeah. I wouldn't have said last year at this time. So congrats to the Colorado Buffaloes, man. Well, and I'll say this too, Danny. I mean, one thing you got to realize, Colorado only won one game last year. So regardless of what – he just needs to win, in my opinion, one more game, and it's been a successful season. He would have doubled the win total from last year. <laughs> so he has many opportunities to go ahead and do that, man. So I'll just say that. And the fact that they're ranked, that outsized last year already. Mm-hmm. 
um, the fact that the money is coming in, all that stuff, it outsides what, what's happened last year. So he's already won. He's already in, exceeded some of those expectations or from last season, if you will. The other thing, too, I, I really find found interesting was what Shadur Sanders said after um, the game on the field. Talked about how last year he came from HBC. I think there was a question asked, what, what did he think about, you know, playing at this level? And the fact he said, I came from HBCU. And I love the fact that he did that to one, shine a light on HBCUs, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. to shine a light saying uh, he did, in a sense, throw 510 yards against no HBCU team. Mm-hmm. That to me says a lot, in my opinion. So the fact that he performed at this quote-unquote higher level of football is football. And uh, I think that, in my opinion, it screams the need for us to really support HBCUs because I'm just imagining what if this talent would have stayed at Jackson State. Mm -hmm. And, man, I mean, this talent would have stayed at Jackson State. If it would have stayed at HBCU, where would it have taken the program? It would have taken it, you know, to even greater heights. Dion said something when he left Jackson State. He said that he left the playbook, and we just need to follow that playbook. Whether it's from a marketing standpoint, generating money, generating revenue. Um, don't get duped out of uh, playing these high, you know, these these games, these money games and everything. And I think we really need to take heed to that. Uh, and, uh, and so Dion is doing a lot here, whether you love him or hate him as a coach, uh, his style, um, the fact that he's not saying they're captains, but they're dogs or they're leaders, whatever case may be. He's doing it differently and is garnering some great results so far. Mm-hmm. But it's also opening the doors for other HBCU coaches and assistant coaches to coach at these at this level. And so I say all that to say, Danny, I think this is definitely a good thing here. Not only that, but I think it really puts HBCU alumni, the HBCU athletic departments, puts them on alert to say, hey, we can actually go ahead and create a great program that will go ahead and and get some great coaches. We need to get the facilities and alumni, let's go ahead and invest in our student athletes. And I think by doing that, we can be uh, just as great as if not even greater uh, than folks at a different level here. So big win by coach prime and the Colorado Buffaloes, man. I think it's opening doors and making people see um, more from an HBC standpoint. I did love too what coach prime said post game. Uh, I think Ed Waters or some ESPN reporter was trying to get up, get at him. Coach prime was like, man, do you believe? Reporter didn't want to answer it. He's like, man, you don't believe. <laughs> you don't believe. But he also emphasized the fact that he graduated from HBCU. And again, putting HBCUs in, in a different light. So I'm glad that they haven't forgotten 
you know, where they came from, if you will, and where they started. So uh, kudos to Coach Prime. And now, Danny, on to a little FIBA basketball where the USA uh, uh, men's basketball team beat the brakes off of Italy this, <laughs> this morning, uh, 100 to 63, uh, advancing uh, the USA uh, men's basketball team uh, to the next round here. It seems like um, Anthony Edwards is is the one. He's the one. Unfortunately, we did lose to uh, Lithuania uh, last week, uh, and uh, which is one in the few losses that this U.S. men's basketball team over the years have had. Um, but we still advanced, Danny. What say you about this FIBA uh, basketball team? It's, it's been interesting to see Anthony Edwards shine the way he has, but also Austin Reeves has been playing lights out. And when you have these type of tournaments, when they're in the off season from an NBA perspective, I'm always curious how the players will respond in the actual NBA season mm-hmm. from a legs perspective. Will they be tired, fatigued? Because <clears throat> they're playing a lot and Anthony Edwards is the feature player on the Timberwolves. So, but they are younger. So that helps. It's not like they're aging veterans, but it will take a toll once they get into the season. They've been playing well. Mikael Bridges had the game today, or mm-hmm. I believe he had 24. Mm-hmm. So that was good to see them spread the wealth a little bit as they go into the semifinal. Uh, they're waiting to see who they play. I think they play tomorrow. The, um, other two games. Lithuania actually lost today to Serbia. So they're out. And uh I USA has a good chance, man. It's the one thing though with them is they've been starting slow at times. Or they get into these lulls where they get down and have to come back. So hopefully that doesn't happen because stage of the game, if you get down, man, I don't know if you're gonna come back. I hope they keep playing strong, but it's been nice to see Anthony Edwards. You know that's my guy, Jay. Um, shine in the way he has, and hopefully he can take him all the way. And Danny, on to the NFL, where the NFL kicks off this week, and uh, NFL is back, uh, starting with week one, uh, starting up this Thursday. I don't know, Danny. We'll see what happens to these Packers, man. Jordan Love uh, is going to be starting here um, against the Chicago Bears, and we'll see what he does, man. But first... The Chiefs will play the Lions on Thursday, where the Chiefs will unveil their uh, banner championship, Super Bowl banner. Um, The Lions, who many are picking to uh, really lead in the NFC North, uh, will be the uh, guest of honor, if you will. (laughs) Um, And so we'll see what happens in this game, man. But the NFL is bad, Danny. What say you? A big injury today, Travis Kelsey hurt his knee. We'll see how that – they're going to be doing testing on him, how that impacts the Chiefs, like from just a season perspective. Hopefully it's nothing serious. And my Falcons kick off with the Carolina Panthers. So the beginning of Bijan's era. And I'm very curious to see how this all plays out, man, because they have him still listed as third on the depth chart. And I just don't know what to expect from, I know we're going to run the ball, but who's going to be the feature? I'm assuming it's Bijan, 
But how much work will Algier get? How much work will Cordell Patterson get? You get Kyle Pitts back. It's on Ritter, honestly. I think they're going to be able to run the ball well. It's going to be on Ritter to execute and the defense to hold these teams down and just ground and pound, man. So looking forward to this week because this will show me as a fan because you don't see much in preseason what they're actually going to do and how they're going to execute on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. I think from your Packers perspective, Jordan Love, I I don't think your division is that as, as hard as people are making it out to be because the Bears are on the, you know they're on the come up but they have to prove themselves. Minnesota their defense is shaky. They still have Justin Jefferson and those guys but they're not like their world beaters and in Detroit they're Detroit until they proved it. I think it's just a lot of unknowns honestly. Yeah. In your division and in, in ours. And so there's going to be a lot of movement I think throughout the season and depend on injuries and how things shake out. But looking forward to it, man, for kickoff on Thursday night and then Sunday for my Falcons. Thank you for joining us at That Ports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.